Right. Welcome everybody to YankeeChronicles.com. I'm Bobby. I am joined here with Chris and Laura. And before we get into our discussion, we want you to check out StatementGames.com. You can find a unique experience to all fantasy sports. And check out DocAdamsBaseball.org, where you can learn all about the founder of baseball. So, ladies, happy Sunday. Good morning. Hope all you are doing well. Happy Sunday. Good morning. Hello, hello. So, one of the things I wanted to discuss today is... The concept of prospect hugging, you know, it's discussed a lot in fan circles and on social media, you know, get rid of this guy, but you can't get rid of that guy. You know, it's hard to judge what prospects to hold on to and which ones to give a chance to. So that kind of piqued my interest to, to see, to get different points of view on that. Uh, Chris, when it comes to like with trade proposals, are there any prospects that have not broken through on a major league roster that you would say was off limits? Well, Jason Dominguez, right, I believe yep. is considered off limits. Um, I don't, in my opinion, nobody else. I, I mean, I, I'd like to see Austin Wells be um, not not negotiable also, uh, we, you know, to have that catcher in the pipeline. Uh, but uh, no, not, not, not in my opinion. Yeah. Laura, how about you? I'd say the same as Chris, like Jason Dominguez and Austin Wells are my off limits for the Yankees. Everyone else, it's like you can trade and get the price that you want, depending on who you're trading for. Yeah, you know, I agree. Those, those are my two. I mean, there are others that broke through that I would say, you know, like, you know, Michael King has been given a chance, you know, Clark Schmidt, you know, you know, those players, we already have an idea of what their abilities are. So we have a better gauge on what they can offer. But Dominguez and Wells would be my two. You can't have those players. You know, anybody else, knock yourself out, ask for them. Because we all want to see where these players are going to, you know, we want to make, we want to bring up our own players. You know, we want to be able to say we did it with a homegrown team, you know, but even in the nineties, even though we had that homegrown core, there were still additions that were brought in from trades and free agency that were not ours that really propelled that team to that dynasty. You know, and I think people can, at times in the heat of the moment, lose sight of that part of it. You know, bringing in, you know, Paul O'Neill wasn't a homegrown Yankee. You know, he became a homegrown because he was embraced so much. But he came from Cincinnati. So it's sometimes you need to bite the bullet and make a move. There's, uh, it's heating up right now with this trade with the Pirates Battalion. Who do you think, I'll, I'll ask you this one first, Laura, who do you think is going to be the, the main piece of that trade? Oh, that's a good question. I was thinking about it as I was viewing all the tweets yesterday and this morning. Um, I really think like for players that have kind of broken through, I think probably like Miguel Andujar is probably going to be one of them. Um, maybe like one of the pitchers. I don't know if it's going to be King or Schmidt. I, it all just depends on 
what moves the Yankees want to make and what will benefit them and the other team at the end of the day. So it's kind of hard to judge per se, like how it's going to unfold because it could, anything could happen and it could be any player. Yeah. You know, I think that, I think Andrew Hart is going to be one of those guys and it's not because of his lack of ability. It's his, his lack of placement on the on the, on the lineup. There's no way to put him, you know, and even though he's a valuable bat off the bench, keeping him rusty like that is not going to serve him any good and it's not going to help his value. Exactly. Now, now, Christine, who do you think would, you know, do you agree that it would be Andewar or was there somebody else you thought would be, you know, who's that guy that was somebody that's a reasonable ask? Uh, reasonable ask. Well, I, when I was doing some research this morning, I was finding that um, some of the reporters were thinking more and more that um, Tyone or Taylon, I don't know how you say his name, yeah. uh, but he would bring a virtual hall of prospects because his asking price is so low at 2.5 million that it's possible that he could garner quite a number of lower level prospects, not necessarily any one keystone piece. Although um, I would not, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Andujar as part of a package for anybody right now. Yeah, and I know, and the Pirates have shown interest in him in the past. I didn't know so that. That's great. I think I want to revisit getting him onto that roster. Yeah. Andujar needs to be playing. And I mean, if he's going to improve defensively ever, uh, you know, if he's his offensive numbers, obviously are going to come. If he is playing, he's going to hit. Yeah. You know, if he's playing every day. Yeah. I yeah. Think, and I think in a low key area, like, like with the pirates, you know, they don't have great expectations for a team that that would be the, uh, a good spot for him to kind of revisit, you know, re-spark his career. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hate, so, hate to pick on Andujar, but um, he is—he does seem the most attractive of um, the up of the prospects who've broken through, who have yet to transition onto the, you know, the big league club with. Yeah you know, solidity and consistency. And, you know, it's all due to the fact that he became injured. Now that he's healthy, he should be much more, a much more attractive piece. Yeah. yeah so. All right. So. All right, cat's at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. My cat is sitting <laughs> on my lap right like, now. What was that? <laughs> so, what was I saying? Um, as far as with um, a lot of like uh, like Schmidt, Michael King, Medina, Abreu, you know, we can't pay everybody. We can't always keep everybody that we want, especially if we want to maintain a high caliber roster. So, is it unreasonable to say that you know when they ask for a big haul, the Yankees? kind of bite the bullet and make the move because you can't have, they, they still have to make room on the 40 man roster. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to go. 
and it's it might not be an easy pill to swallow for the fans. I, I think we need to get ready for that. Oh, why him moment? But the player coming in can easily fill that frustration with, with positivity. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, because like we need to make big risks at the end of the day if we want to win, you know, our 28th championship for the team. Yeah, it's now and never for a lot of these these players. So no, you're not the only one with, with, with Cassie. <laughs> there she is. Hey, um, as long as she's a Yankee fan. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we're all, you know, very, we, we want that championship, we, you know. And what did you guys make of the whole mess that happened with Luis Castillo. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Luis Castillo. It seems that the Yankee fans have now all turned and ran run towards uh, Tyone. So he's the big to do right now. A week ago, it was Luis Castillo. And I thought we ought to, I, I still think that's a move that should be made. And I, I even, I mean, and it's bold, but even if Glaber is the, Centerpiece. I think that's a move. I think you go get Castillo. See, I think that the, the reason that they put it out there that Torres was in the in negotiations was to put the fire out on social media. Because they know as soon as Torres' name came out, all of us were gonna pump the brakes on that. Possibly right. You know yeah. that now the Reds and now the Reds and the Yankees can go back to talking behind closed doors without any noise. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that that deal is completely dead, but I think it's gonna. It's if Castillo is moved, I think they're gonna hold off until the trade deadline. Yeah. I, yep. uh, I think they're gonna try to just see what they have, and then move from there. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. yeah too too much for Castillo at this time for the Yankees. And especially because yeah. a lot of the fans too, they want to hold on to Glaber Torres if he's going to be our future shortstop or second base, depending on how things are going forward. Yep. And uh, also too, I remember a quote Cashman said, he's like, I got a city to walk around. Yeah. So <laughs> if you trade Glaber Torres, he's not going to be able to walk around New York City or anywhere basically. No, and you know, we only saw him that one. You know, you know, he only played sixty games full time at at at, at a shortstop. You know, he was a shortstop, and a lot of people I think are forgetting that. So Torres still is one of the key players on this roster, and needs to you know be treated as such amongst the fans. You know, fans that are saying, you know, trade, you know, trade Gloria, uh, Torres, trade Judge. You know, it's it gets ridiculous. You know, I know. You know, Judge gets a lot of heat for his injury issues, but he's still a, a, a value, and I don't think that's somebody the Yankees could afford to get rid of. You know, the core of this lineup needs to stay intact. You know, so, but they still need to fill bullpen pieces. 
Yes. With the prospects that we have, like an Abreu, you know, um, Gill, Michael King, do those pro do these prospects are they able have they progressed enough to break through onto the 2021 roster as a possible bullpen piece during spring training? Chris, what do you think? No, oh, definitely. I hope we're going to see them in a bullpen role. Um, very strong. The Yankees have a good farm system, um, a strong right, especially a lot of right-hand pitching, which obviously would be the norm. But uh, yeah, definitely, I say we have the prospects to uh, bring out of the bullpen for some firepower. Absolutely. You know, Laura, there's a lot of talk with how Cashman and the scouting team have done a horrendous job developing arms. Mm-hmm. And that's been Cashman's hiccup in his general man, general manager tenure. You know, he's done very well with position players, but the pitching, he's always fallen short. Mm-hmm. Now that we's now that he built a, a, a good core of prospects for with with pitching, now we want to get rid of him and have him, you know, and have him start all over again to bring in one arm. Mm-hmm. You know. Are the fans just not – are we not giving patience enough to these players, or is it the fans that don't have faith in Cashman's judgment and pitching? Good question. I kind of think it might be a little bit of both, but I'm leaning more towards the lack of patience in that sense because it took Cashman so long to build up the core pitching that he needed. And like you said, it's been his main hiccup in his tenure as general manager. And I would like to see some of those pitching prospects be in the bullpen because that's what the Yankees mainly need now after signing Kluber. So they need another relief pitcher or two to make up for like Tommy Canely and just to have someone fill in, like maybe be a sixth starter just in case of one of our starting pitchers go down, like with an injury. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see Michael King at more of a bullpen role. You know, I think this spring training is going to be vital when it comes to the minor league players looking to break out, right. you know, it's because this is going to, their performance can deter, they, their performance will determine the future of the organization. I definitely agree with that as well. They're able to come up and like really just catch lightning and just take off. Cashman saved his job. Yes. Yeah. You know, or Cashman will be like, okay, we've waited long enough. Now he has to, you know, now it forces his hand to make a deal for relief pitching or a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Loisica is going to, I think Loisica is going to be that breakout bullpen arm where I think he can go toe to toe with, as far as with dependability along the likes of, of you know, Chad Green, mm-hmm. you know. And Adovino's got to have a bounce back. Yeah, Adovino's tough. You know, he's another one. But you see a lot of bullpen arms. They they're up one year, they're down another. They're not. The Yankees have been pretty lucky with their bullpens that, for the most part, they've stayed on top. You know, and they have those those little runs where they're they're just terrible, and it's always Cashman's fault. You know. 
I know Evan always likes to blame Mike Scudero, but it's really Cashman's fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always like to say in Cashman, we trust. Um, yeah. You know, I, I figure Cashman and his Brainiac crew uh, know when to hold on and when to let go. There's been a few times when I've thought that Cashman maybe fumbled the ball and I, I, Chance Adams comes to mind. Yeah. I felt like maybe Chance Adams should have been traded earlier than he was. Um, his value seemed to diminish as he went through the system, as, especially as he tried to make the transition to Major League Ball. On the other hand, there's Justice Sheffield, who I felt like that was a trade that was made at the right time with the right piece. Um, now, Paxton, you know, we can argue whether or not we still believe that, <laughs> you know, uh, that that was a good trade. But um, Cashman, you know, his record is it's not as uh, it's, it's pretty solid and with at times, but there are the occasional hiccups. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's not it's not for his lack of trying. You know, he will make the move when the move needs to be made. Yeah. Yep. But if the players can't handle New York because you know, they're just that they're not used to that. I mean, it's not only the, the, the media that can drive you out of town, we could do it. Oh yeah. We've caused players not to even want to come here. You know, mm -hmm. Cliff Lee was one. He wanted nothing to do with the fan base. Mm -hmm. That's why he didn't sign when he was a free agent. And it worked out because he was never the same after that. You know, so we kind of won that war. You yeah. know, but Cashman will make the move when he needs to. Oh, yeah. But he need. I think there are times that he's too hesitant because they're fan favorites. You know, when Abreu was, when uh, Andujar was brought up as a trade possibility for Garrett Cole back then, you know, and, and when the Pirates were moving him. We were in an uproar. You can't get rid of Andujar. You know, he was, he was just, what, a couple of votes shy of rookie of the year. You know, he, he, had, he you know, his rookie year, he broke the record for the most doubles in a season. Yeah. Yep. And now we, we almost never even talk about the guy. And it's really, it's a shame. So that was another move that Cashman missed the boat on. You know, maybe he should have, you know, struck while the iron was hot. Yep. So may, maybe, you know, to, to, to put a, a, a seal on this, if... What of the pitches that, of, of the prospects that are up now that are not really prospects anymore? You know, Garcia, Luizaga, um, you know, Frazier, you know, that really have cemented themselves as valuable for, for the team's winning games. Is Garcia somebody that if it was for the right person, you would say make the move? Who would you move for and who would you move for that? Hmm. 
Christine, do you have an idea or I wouldn't I wouldn't like to I wouldn't like to see Garcia move, but uh, I mean I for example, I wouldn't see uh, Garcia in a trade for Castillo. Um, God, you, I mean, he may turn into Castillo. Yeah. I mean, that's something that uh, that he aspires to. I'm sure and the Yankees want uh, to believe. So I would hate to see Garcia go. But uh, I guess if DeGrom was available, <laughs> uh, then maybe I'd, I'd want to uh, make a trade but what what do you think i'm kind of having like on the fence about this too because yeah. i definitely would like to see garcia develop more and he would definitely be a solid pitcher for the yankees you know down the road like maybe the next year or two i mean obviously this upcoming season he could be back and forth between the minors and the majors maybe stuck in the bullpen as well but if it is for the right person and again we have to see who the person is then maybe I would bite the bullet, but um, I'm still kind of on the fence with it. All right, let's uh, let, let, let's play a hypothetical rewind. So Lindor is still with Cleveland. Does Garcia go in that trade? Would you include Garcia to get Lindor? Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. I would not give up a pitcher like that for somebody we might be able to make a deal with. Right. Yeah, you know, because he's only, he, at the end of the year, he's a free agent. So yeah. the right deal can't be struck with the Yankees, and we know how they've been hesitant to make moves. I would be very uneasy getting rid of Garcia for Lindor. And I know I'm going to catch heat for that one, but I would. <laughs> You know, I'm going all in with, with Garcia this year. I think he's going to – I can see him in, you know, serious contention for some end-of-the-year awards. Yeah, I, I think, think so, too. Really, he's going to shine this year. Yeah. The, the yeah. ceiling's high for him. Yeah, what? I agree. What was it, Law? I said the ceiling's high for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, you saw his – the way he handled game two – where you, you knew he was upset about it. You knew it was pissing him off. But he just, all right, you know, it, it's, it wasn't his call. So there was nothing he could do about it. And he just, you know, kind of took one for the team. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that mentality is really going to motivate him this year. So I think Garcia is going to be that one to watch. You know, the Weising is going to match it, you know, match up with Chad Green as a formidable arm because he can spot start. He can, go, you know, throw multiple innings. And I think that's really going to help Chad Green this year because Chad Green's taken on a huge workload over the last couple of years. And I think that's why he was kind of faltering at the end of the season because of all, he very rarely gets the same amount of off time as other pitches in that pack. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which I think is where Michael King is going to be important. Schmidt's going to be extremely important. I think he's already – I think he's going to make the you know, opening day roster. Um, but the role he's in is still in question, if he's going to be in the starting role or the bullpen. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so there's a lot to go. You know, there's so many prospects we, we could spend, you know, 24 hours and still not finish talking about them. <laughs> you know, but I, I think the key, the, the key guys, um, we pretty much have a good handle on of what our expectations are. You know, and I'm looking forward to the progression of Dominguez and Wells. Oh, yep, same here. You know, which is why I really wish the MLB would create a second network for the minor league games. Oh, to give fans yes, a better, please. Huh? I said, yes, please. That would be awesome. I mean, I'm saying we've been talking, at, you know, every day so far. We bring up, you know, how can we improve this game? You know, how can we make the teams happy, the players happy, the network's happy? We're fixing it all. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're fixing baseball one show at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Making baseball great again. And eventually somebody's going to listen to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think we're really in for an exciting season. Because I want to, I would love to see, you know, be able to, you know, switch back. All right, you know, Yankees are up, you know, 10 to 1 on Boston. And, you know, as much as we hate to, turn an eye away from Boston getting beat down. It'd be nice to just flip over to, you know, the MLB, to, you know, two, and watch, you know, Dominguez and some of these other, you know, other, even other minor league teams right. you know, from other organizations. See what their players are, or how they're progressing. You know, I think that would definitely improve the, the ratings in baseball. So... You got, you know, I know, I know, I know all of us would uh, tune into that. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I want to thank you girls for for joining me today. And um, hope to do this again soon. Absolutely. On behalf of everybody at YankeeChronicles.com, I hope you guys are having a good weekend. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Great. Thank you. Thanks.